If we exercise, this will help our bodies break down and remove damaged tissue, build new structures, and we become more efficient by improved cell function. Welcome to Reps and Redemption, a podcast for moms who want to prioritize their health and build strength from the inside out. Hey there, mama. I know you long to find the joy in all the things homemaking and motherhood while showing your kids that you don't have to give up on yourself, your goals, or your desired quiet time with Jesus just to be a good mom. I'm your host, Ashley Harvey, former college athlete, wife, homeschooling, faith-filled homemaker, mom of four, nutrition and strength training coach. If you're ready to take control of your health, lose fat, build muscle and faith, you're in the right place. Grab that iced coffee and let's dive in. I'm going to be talking about the importance of strength training for women. And we know that there is so much I could say about this loaded topic. I chose a few important things that I believe you will remember and put into practice. So um, I wanted to start with a few scientific facts, I guess, if you will. And I do want to preface that a lot of the information I'm going to share with you today is from my own experience. These past 20 years, a lot of the things that I've learned while lifting weights, things I've done correctly and incorrectly, the information that I'm sharing with you also is from my nutrition training course and my coaching certification program, Precision Nutrition. So I want to give credit where credit is due. It's an awesome program and I love learning about health and fitness. So with that said, I'm going to start with facts that I wanted to share with you. And then I'm going to make a few points here. And uh, here we go. After age 25, and I'm definitely older than 25, quite a bit actually. And I was kind of shocked to learn this. On average, people, you and I, uh, normal people after age 25 lose about two to four percent of our RMR every decade. And what RMR stands for is resting metabolic rate. And mo- most of us don't even notice it because we're way too busy starting a family, getting our careers, finishing college at that age. We just, we don't see it and we can't really tell. For example, if you've started with an RMR of 1500 kcals at age 25, by 35, it will be around 1400. And by 50, age 50, age 55, it will be down to about 1300 kcals. So what that means is that's your resting metabolic rate without movement. And we also lose lean muscle mass too. And on average, we lose about five pounds of lean mass per decade from ages 25 to 65. So not only are we losing metabolic power as we age, we are losing around 20 pounds of lean body mass. No one on the face of the planet can turn back the clock, but here's the good news. Are you relieved? There's some good news. It's never too late to take control and start prioritizing your health, our health, and our biological aging process, which is inevitable. (laughs) We will and can most definitely age well and healthy when we start implementing good nutrition and strength training to preserve muscle. Number one, we are meant to move and we are meant for movement. Movement is the engine of health. And food is our fuel. Now I could go down several different (laughs) roads with food, but today I'm going to focus mostly on 90% on moving our bodies, strength training and exercise. Purposeful exercise of any kind contracts the skeletal muscles over and over again. Our lungs work harder and our heart beats faster. 
and our brain needs fuel for the ever-changing demands of movement, such as body balance, positioning, muscle coordination, and decision-making, which I don't know about you. I need a lot of help. I have to make a bunch of decisions every day. As a stay-at-home mom, I am caring for, you know, not necessarily my 20-year-old, but there's still needs there. And she still wants to see me hang out, talk, and then my five-year-old, my one-year-old, and I'm pregnant. So when I, I've noticed that one of the big things I've noticed as someone who has lifted weights for quite a long time is that it does help me, like my cognitive thinking, um, decision-making and choices that I need to make throughout the day. I'm, I'm a lot less foggy and I can tell when I work out and when I'm consistently seeing, you know, visiting the gym or just working out in my garage or going even for a brisk walk outside, I'm more clear and I can focus more on my duties as a stay-at-home mom, as a wife, as a caretaker of the home. I tell everyone I keep the ship running, but everyone has a part to play, right? So it does help with our decision-making and our mental, like our thoughts and our, our processing. That is a key point here, which is, it really does point to the importance of exercise and strength training. So my second point for today is muscles use energy when they contract. And the more intense the exercise, the more energy we use. So there's a lot of different exercises out there. We know that there's classes. We could do yoga. We could do hot yoga. We could do Pilates. We could go lift weights like I do. We could get on the elliptical or the treadmill. But the more intense the exercise, the more energy we use. And it's really good, which we'll touch on this in a little bit. It's really good to balance high intensity with lower intensity exercises. And there is a few reasons for that. I wanted to just say that when our when we use our muscles, they contract and they grow and they expand. This is what we want to do over time. And this is also what helps, you know, slow down our aging process, not internally, right? We can't beat the clock, but it does help us just live a better life, a healthier life. We're going to feel fuller, you know, inside and out. We're going to, we're, we're aiming for longevity here. <laughs> so, and then also exercise affects metabolism. And as we age, like I said earlier, our metabolism slows and slows and slows. And we know we feel a difference. And reality, I think, for me, set in around 30 years old. I was pregnant with my first around 28 and a half, 29. And I noticed some changes when I had my first and I was like, what is happening? (laughs) And it was not the time. I mean, minus a little break, minus a little postpartum rest, um, it was definitely not the time to slow down. And I'm glad I did not. Um, Sometimes we can feel really overwhelmed, like we don't have time to take care of our health and we just have to push through those inferior feelings because we only get one body. And I think when we understand how exercise affects, like my last point, exercise affects metabolism. If our metabolism is slowing down over time from ages 25 to 65, we're really going to want to, like, that is not the time (laughs) to stop exercising and strength training. We're really going to want to get ourselves moving. Muscle is essential to a healthy metabolism. So you can 
see that, you know, if you're feeling sluggish and sometimes we all do, whether we work out or not for different reasons. And I'm not talking about, I'm not really talking about hormones today and I'm not talking about autoimmune issues. I'm just saying feeling sluggish as daily life because maybe we haven't been consistent with exercise, walking outside or strength training, lifting weights, a class at the gym. And you can tell you might still be eating not as much, but you can tell you're kind of feeling a little heavy, feeling a little foggy. And we need muscle to help our metabolism stay moving. We've got to get there. So, and then also the more oxygen we take in, the more energy we use. So when I was talking earlier about RMR, resting metabolic rate, Obviously, when you're sleeping, you're not using that much energy, but you're still burning. You're, you're still burning calories. You're still using oxygen, obviously. And then if you decide to leave and go for a brisk walk, then your heart rate is, is going to pump. Your heart's going to go. You're going to take in more oxygen because you're using more energy, if that makes sense. And what we want our body to do is get to a resting metabolic rate. Like I said, you can't fight the clock, but we want it to be at a healthy place so that we can aim for longevity and we can really, I mean, what is the point with taking care of all the things if by the time we get on the other side of the hill, um, if we can't do half the things, you know, we were doing before. And I really wanted to kind of point out that muscle is important and it is never too late to start preserving muscle and what you have and maybe even building upon it depending on your capabilities at this time. The third uh, point that I wanted to make, energy balance when it comes to strength training for women, it's the relationship between energy we take in from our food and the energy we use up when we exercise or our metabolism actually takes energy too, like digestion, absorption. But this also determines our body weight and our overall health. So we want to We want to move our body so that it kind of circles back. Energy balance kind of circles back to movement. When we go there, we're thinking, well, you know, what kind of movement, what can we do? And and like I said, purposeful exercise of any kind is fantastic. But what I'm trying to kind of hone in on in this topic is the importance of strength training as a woman, because there's so many things that happen during our aging process to slow down a little bit. And that's actually when life really starts picking up. We want to balance bodies, our energy with healthy food and with consistent exercise. It is hard to see results or see what you want to see when consistency isn't there. So you can't just say, well, I've worked out twice this month and, you know, I should be seeing something. No, it's, it's got to be consistent. It has to, you have to find out what you can do in the season that you're in because everyone's season is different. I mean, like I said, I have a college age student and I'm pregnant with my technically fourth. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of all over the place. What happens when you're consistent? You decide that this is a part of who I am. My body is important. Only body God gave me is important and I need to take care of it. It might not look how you want it to look. I used to be able to work out and spend hours at the gym if I wanted to. I don't recommend that even if you do have hours, but it might just look very different for you. If we can focus on the energy that we get from our food 
and the energy we put out and use through exercise, we're going to feel so much better. My third point was energy balance. And I'd have like some bullet points that I want to talk about. Our energy balance also determines our body weight as our overall and our overall health. But the body's energy needs to include the amount of energy required for maintenance at rest and the amount of energy required for physical activity and movement and the amount of energy required for food digestion and absorption. So what this means is everything comes back to what we're putting in and what we're putting out and what does our body need. So for example, if we take in more energy than we put out, we will have an energy imbalance. If we take in less energy, less nutritional food, and we are really hitting it at the gym or running like crazy and we're not eating it, enough. That too, so vice versa, that too will be an energy imbalance. A lot of these imbalances, when we take in more energy than when we put out, this will lead to changes in body weight. So this is kind of what happens when we are, I'll give you some examples from my old life. If I'm uh, taking in more energy than I'm putting out. So if I'm eating not really nutritionally dense and kind of, you know, a little heavy on the chips and the chocolate and I'm not exercising or maybe once a week, it's going to lead to changes in my body. If I decide to drink, obviously not now, a bunch of wine on the weekend and I'm wondering what's going on with my body, it's because I'm taking in way more, consuming way more calories and energy than I'm expending. So it's really important to know you want to balance your energy. So you want to take in appropriate nutrition. And I'm not saying don't eat your cake and chocolate. (laughs) I'm not saying that at all. But I am saying that balance it a little bit if you can and then output. So move your body. If that looks like for you, if you're starting from zero, I had someone message me in a Facebook group recently that they were starting from zero and and they just they just didn't know where to start and I just all all I can do is share what I would do if I was starting from absolute zero is I would really try to focus on what I am fueling my body with make it as don't make it too difficult cuz then you you'll just end up quitting. I would balance energy by trying to eat a healthy breakfast. So palm of protein, and then you can do fats and you can do a handful of carbs. So whether that's like half an English muffin or something like that. And then the second thing I would do is aim to exercise for five minutes a day. And that's it. Because if you commit to, I'm going to the gym four times this week or six times, and you're not used to going and you're not used to strength training, it's not going to be long-term. We're going to talk more about this in a little bit, but like a few minutes, but I had to, I kind of got derailed because I'm talking about when we take more energy in than we put out, we have an energy imbalance. Um, another point to make in that distracted is if you feel tired, you know, you're, you're putting out way too much energy and you're not taking in enough fuel. So you're running on empty or you're taking in improper fuel. You're a stay-at-home mom that's constantly moving, chasing kids, going to the store, taking them to the park, but you're eating like leftover chicken nuggets at lunchtime and it's just not enough. You're not balancing your energy. So that's something to think about. My fourth point, our bodies adapt to exercise and our body in general is always adapting to the world around us, the foods that we eat and the exercises 
that we choose to do. And over time, our bodies will adapt to our workout. We get stronger over time and better at it. It's also important to change up your exercises. Over time, my body just adapted to everything I was doing. So I plateaued because I wasn't changing up my workouts. I was not lifting heavier. And this was a couple of years ago now, but now I, I realize that, wow, God made our bodies incredible. It adapted to everything I was doing to it since I was 15 years old. Like, this is amazing. It was still, it still kind of shocks me because I finally saw more progress in my body composition, my body fat, when I started adding weights and doing different exercises. So my body needed something different. It's very interesting because, you know, a lot of us will stick to the same thing over and over and over again, which is good. But since our bodies adapt all the time, it's good to change things up. A couple things that I've taken into consideration for my life, and I've heard other coaches say this as well, is, you know, after about anywhere from six to 12 weeks is a good point to make a shift. So whether you've been lifting the same, maybe increase your weight or even increase your weight once a week. When I discovered that I needed to progressively overload, I increased my weights by five pounds per exercise. If it was something very difficult, I would only increase by like a two, two and a half plates. So they're like not five pounds total. If it was, you know, bench or something like that, I was impressed with my body because I inevitably have gotten stronger. And now my body is going to adapt to this. If we exercise and when we exercise, this will help us help our bodies break down and remove damaged tissue, build new structures, and we become more efficient by improved cell function. And this is like, especially as a woman, we are constantly taking care of other people. We're caring for our home. We're caring for maybe we have a career outside of the home and we have kids, whatever it is, we are juggling a lot. And so we we kind of have this guilt, I guess, that comes with working out because I think if you look at it like, oh, I'm just going to the gym or I'm working out, you kind of feel selfish. I, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but I have. I uh, came into marriage having already been in love with the gym since I mentioned before, since I was 15. So kind of, and my husband was super supportive and I thank the Lord for that, but it was just something I had consistently done for so long that I couldn't not do it. I think as women, we, we just like, well, I have so much to do. I have to do this and this, and this needs to get done. And we just call it, well, we're just going to the gym or we're just working out and we push it to the side. But I think if we understood the importance of strength training, what it does for our bodies. So not only does it help our metabolism, our energy balance and help the aging process, but it helps our bodies break down and remove damaged tissue, build new structures and become more efficient by improved cell function. It's like, well, I'm no, I'm not just going to work out. I'm, I'm going to remove damaged tissue and I'm going to build new structures. <laughs> we try saying that um, I need improved cell function. I'm going to the gym. If we can look at it a little bit deeper, then we won't feel as guilty. We won't feel like we won't feel selfish. And I think it does matter because if we feel guilty, it's hard for us to focus. And I think one of the key things we need when we are lifting weights is focus. So it's hard to do it if your mind is like, I mean, yeah, you can still do it and go through the motions, but if you're really trying to improve cell function, you know, build new structures, increase, you know, your resting metabolic rate, 
you've got to focus. And this is super important because I know if you're anything like me, you want longevity. What is the point in taking care of all these wonderful people that God gave you if by the time they're old enough to get married, have kids, do this and that, and you're you're ready to travel, but you can't because you didn't take care of you. And that is just something that I, I'm just super, super about because I don't want other women to feel guilty for taking care of themselves. And I don't, I want us to understand how important it is. One of the other top points that I wanted to make is, you know, as we adapt to exercise is that exercise is a stressor and it is a very good one. It's still something our bodies do when we get moving. So high intensity equals a greater stress. So it's important that I point out that we need to, like I said earlier, balance high and low intensity workouts and realize that we need to support our training with a nutritionally dense diet. It's like the two go together. We need to move our body and we need to fuel our body. High intensity equals greater stress. So it is important that we balance our workouts, our high intense workouts with low intensity workout. I have some bonus tips. First, let me go back really quick. Here is the first few points that I made. We are meant to move and we are meant for movement. Our muscles and metabolism are related and muscle is essential to healthy metabolism. Number three, energy balance in the body. So this is the third point as to why strength training is important for women. And number four is we adapt to exercise. It was kind of, I was debating on putting that in there, but I think it is important to note. So if you get started you don't plateau like I did and you might, and then you just adjust and that's okay. So let me move on to the few bonuses that I have, the importance of strength training for us as women. It's going to, these are just bonus points. I might talk about a few, might move on really quick. Um, Let's just see where it takes us. (laughs) But the importance of strength training for us as women is it's going to ultimately increase our confidence. I don't know about you, but as a mom and I stopped working right right when I got married, almost eight years ago, like working outside of the home, it was really hard. I I found a lot of my worth, my self-worth in what I did as a career. And I, I knew God brought me to lay that down. And I was really unsure of kind of who I was, was a new wife, and then soon after pregnant. And I felt like I didn't really have anything that was mine. And I know that strength training, weightlifting for me was always that place where, you know, I could go and just not prove it to myself, but see how strong my body really was. It it inevitably increases your confidence as a woman, as a mom, as a caretaker. And it's just something that it's okay to do it for you. And it's got to be, I think, also glorifying to the Lord that we're caring for our one and only body that he gave us. I did find some research about strength training that as little as two days per week can make you happier and less prone to stress, which I do get stressed out. And I can tell that there's two things that make me feel more stress and I'll share them with you. <laughs> Obviously, number one is I haven't been to the gym and I've been slacking this week or something. 
that will make me feel a little bit more stressed for sure. And then number two, I haven't been reading the word enough and spending time with the Lord. So those are my two key, like if I'm feeling more stressed, I'm like, I, those are my two key things that I go to immediately. Do I need to get to the gym? Do I need to get into the Bible? And it's kind of uh, relieving because it's usually one, if not both. There is something about knowing what your body is capable of doing in the gym or in your garage. It doesn't have to be fancy. But let me tell you, when you start lifting weights and strength training, and, and like I said earlier, purposeful movement of activity, any kind is wonderful. But when you start putting plates on a bar, there's nothing like it. But also here's some more bonus points. I'll, I'll kind of run through these really quick. Increase, excuse me, brain health, weight management, reduce stress, reduce health risks, increase bone density, which is very important for women because as we age, our bone density becomes a little bit, I guess you could say thinner. And we want to prevent all of those things. It will also help us manage our blood sugar, insulin, and like I mentioned before, sharpen our thinking skills. Our health is part of our responsibility and our role in what we're given. We're not going to do well or aim for longevity if we're just running on fumes and continually burning ourselves out on all the other things and not prioritizing our health. If this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you would leave a podcast review on your listening app of choice. Remember, the content provided in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please seek the advice of your qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical or health condition. Remember, be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.